Whether you are a startup or an established entrepreneur, nothing communicates your company's message better than brilliant branding. With over 25 years in the business and over 250 companies named, expert Phil Davis and his team at Tungsten Branding will enlighten, brighten, and illuminate your mind so your brand will shine. Get ready to flip the switch and spark your imagination. Welcome to Brilliant Branding with hosts Phil Davis and Liz Heemstrom. All right. Hello and welcome, everybody, to Brilliant Branding. Um, we're excited about this week. I'm here with Liz and with Hunter. Yes, super excited. Hello. And Hunter's up from our Charleston office, where fortunately she did not get blown away. <laughs> no, almost, she didn't. Almost. So we're happy that she's call. here. Yeah, yeah. Always good when you don't get blown away by a hurricane. So um, this week we've been excitedly discussing uh, the concept uh, within branding of having your brand tell a story or your brand as a story. Yes. And as we approach branding, we have covered some of the basics, and you can look through some of our previous episodes, and we've talked about what, what is branding, the basics, um, principles of it. So today we're delving yet even deeper. Even deeper. Even yes. deeper. And it's a, a great way to consider the subject when we say delve deeper, because it's much like a book. And we were talking about this just before the show, um, that if your company was a brand and someone heard of it, um, would they just stop at the cover or would they want to open it up and look and see what's inside? And if they look to see what's inside, do you have, in fact, a story to tell? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a, a pretty basic concept. But I think in the rush to business and in everything we do day to day, we kind of lose track of the fact that our business is more than just the commodity, uh, the sum of the different parts. It tells a story. And being cognizant of that story, what story are we telling? helps us to kind of own it and to own a space in branding. So we're going to start off today and we're going to consider your brand as kind of a book or a movie. And so Liz, we were discussing how many times, and Coco we call her, our Coco president, Hunter, (laughs) how many times have you seen a trailer come on and it was presented in a certain way that this is going to be the best movie ever. It's an action thriller or it's a horror film or it's this or that. It presents a certain way and you've gone to that movie and what happens? Yeah, and then you go to the movie and it's completely different than what you had expected. Yeah, you go, oh my goodness, you know, I thought it was a horror show and it's this cerebral thinking kind of movie and you go, that didn't match up at all. The story didn't seem to fit. The way you presented is very different than the way... It came across, you walk out, you might even rate that business or that movie poorly, even though the movie was very good because it didn't match up to expectation. Right. And there are four C's of brilliant branding. We're about being clear, concise, compelling, and consistent. So it's creating that consistency where you go, this is what the company appears to be about from the title of the book. Mm-hmm. Don't judge a book by its cover. Yes. Well, we're going to judge it today. <clears throat> I think, yeah, actually, yeah. I feel we like this is a little opposite of it. That judge book that is book. Judged. I'm not pulling it off the shelf until. So we want your business to not just be something boring. We want it to be a, a page turner. Tell me more. Right. Right. How can we right. create a bestseller? Exactly. And one that somebody will take off the shelf and yes. take home. I mean, they have to be interested in it first in order to read it, right? Right. Yeah. Right. So I saw this movie, and this can be argued, but recently I saw kind of a thriller, and it was called um, Don't Don't Say a Word. And it was a, a, about a blind gentleman, right, that was living in a house, and he got Wait, robbed. that's not what it was called. I it's think it called, was, no, it's called, uh, what is it called? I thought it was something about, because the whole idea of it I know, was, Yeah, I know what movie you're like, talking about. Like, don't say anything because he could hear you. Yeah. But I thought the guy being blind, it seems like... <clears throat> it would be more of a blindsided, you know what I mean? Caught off guard. The guy can't see, but it dealt more with don't say something. So I'm just saying that as an example yeah, of right. kind of a disconnect. Mm-hmm. You know, don't say. So you think the whole movie's about hush and whatever, and it became more about this crazy blind guy that was chasing people around. Right. Well, because if you said something, then he would hear you. Yeah. And I I, I just, I, for me, it was kind of a, a hearing, seeing thing. Maybe I'm just dyslexic. <laughs> 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 I'm like, wait a minute, is this a guy that can't hear and why aren't they talking? And it was, no, he's because he's blind. Oh, he's I blind. think I get it. 
And I think a more straightforward approach, you know, you know, blinded or blindsided or, you know, something that kind of tied into that aha. Oh, I get it. I can't see. It's interesting. So that's just kind of a microcosm. I think we all have it. Maybe that didn't uh, happen to everybody. But we hear these things that create kind of a disconnect. Yeah, between what you expected and what you experienced. Well, I know like recently, <clears throat> and I shared this earlier, but, and I read this, like the critical reviews of a movie that just came out, Mother, starting yes. Jennifer Lawrence. And the trailers were very much, it looked like a horror sort of thriller, like, you know, psychological thriller. And no one really knew what to expect. And um, the reviews came out and I think that they ultimately weren't as good as they could have been because the trailer set it up so much to be this horror film mm-hmm. and a thriller. And I, so I think that they targeted an, you know, maybe a specific audience that then came and, you know, they had an expectation, they saw the movie <clears throat> and because the expectation wasn't met, then they just sort of did review. not. And it was a little bit lukewarm. The, the reviews were lukewarm because nobody really understood what it was this movie was about, the trailer was misleading, the movie itself then, like, it just, nothing corresponded. Um, so there's a disconnect. Yeah. And what's ironic is a lot of times, whether it's your company, and, you know, I hear this all the time, we're the best kept secret, or people don't get us, or they don't understand what we're about. So whatever is happening, there's a disconnect between what I thought when I pulled the book off the shelf, yeah. and based on what either you're named or the expectation you created, and then what I read or didn't read, and we'll get into that, mm-hmm. um, there's a disconnect <clears throat> that results in kind of a negative uh, review, disconnect that maybe you don't even deserve. Yeah. Maybe people came to you because you're, you're positioned in a way that sounds like you're, I'm going to get the best deal in town, and you deliver a really high quality product. Right. So it's like, wow, this is an amazing product. But the person goes away disappointed because they thought they were there to get a deal. Right. So right. we're going to talk. So we're going to, this is all about, so this is all about, and this is what we do here at Tungsten, getting your story straight. Absolutely. Just get your story. So I had a friend of mine and he, he was a defense attorney back in Pinellas County. His name is Dale Delaney. Dale, if you're out there, shout out. <laughs> and I said to Dale one day, I says, <laughs> You says, I, I says, says, I says to him. Like James Cagney, I says to him, I says, <laughs> hey, Dale, how do you represent these guys if you know they're guilty? Or do you ask them if they're guilty? Or how does that go down? He goes, I never ask my clients that. And I said, well, then what do you ask them? I was just so intrigued. He says, I ask them one thing. He goes, what's your story? Yeah. You've come to me. You've been charged with this crime. So what's your story? So Liz, you've done this god awful thing. <laughs> and I say, as we all suspect around the office, um, it's always the quiet, you know. No, that would be more of a cocoa thing. Yeah, that would be more yeah. Yeah. yeah, that would be more like, hmm, yeah, man, mass murder. I'm more of thought. a muffiner. Yeah, yes. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, so he would say, what is your story? So his story is, okay, so here's the deal. You know, I wasn't even there. You know, I mean, I, you know, here's the this and that. And, and, you know, Dale would probably in this day and age say something to the effect of, I don't know, there's rolling video of you there, you know? <laughs> so his so next, maybe not. <laughs> so are you sure you want to stay with that story? Right. Is that the story that is you want to that tell? Is that really the story you want to tell? <clears throat> and then the person would rethink it and go, well, okay, so this. And then if the person said, okay, listen, I'm here to represent you. And that's what we are as branding experts. Now, don't affiliate us with defense attorneys. Right, no. <laughs> but what I'm saying is yeah. we help you get your story straight so that it's convincing, so that it's aligned, it's congruent. And hopefully if you're authentic, and we'll talk about that, and you're telling yes. the truth, you don't have to flinch and change your story because your story is you. It's how you really act. Yeah. So if you were a book and somebody opened you up, here's the first question. Number one, this looks like a compelling, gripping novel I'm assuming you've got a great brand identity. We're assuming that you're you're named in a way that's congruent. Someone wants to know about you. Mm-hmm. You're not some meaningless acronym. Yeah. I have no clue. Your book is boring, mm-hmm. you know, um, but it's a compelling book title. I open it up. Now, inside, do I find a gripping page-turning novel or do I find a product catalog? And I open it up and I go, man, it sounds like a great company. And you just drone on and on. And there's just pages and pages of your products and your features. You see this when you go to websites, you see this when you go to have the experience of the brand, 
that all there is is just a list of this dry list of serv- our services mm-hmm. as if by just listing them that compels me to want to buy it. Right, right. You know, like, oh, yeah. oh, my goodness, that's what I was looking for, a list of products. Yep. So that's the consumer that's already decided they're going to buy. They've already decided what they want. But you're not persuading anybody. You're not inviting people, intriguing them. You're not getting them in. You're not making them brand loyal. You're just hitting that today buyer that needs that. And So, so again, all you're getting are commodity buyers. I'm looking for carpeting today. Mm-hmm. at the lowest price. Right. And that's not what we want. You don't want to be a catalog. You want to be a bestseller. You want to be a book. Yeah. If you're a movie, you want to be something engaging. So I was looking at Netflix or one of them one day. Have you ever seen the encapsulated description of what the movie's about? Oh, no. I, I read those constantly. They're horrible. They're awful because, and I, I honestly like hardly ever end up watching anything on Netflix because I read the two two sentence description. I look at the picture and I'm like, eh, that doesn't look nah. compelling. So I tried that out. I thought, well, let's go. Is it really that these movies are that bad? Yeah. Right. It encapsulates two yeah. hours. And, and one of them, I thought, well, let's go to one we know is successful, Titanic. Mm-hmm. Right. So I look at it and it goes, story of a romantic couple on a sinking ship. And I was like, that's it? Story yeah. of a romantic couple on a sinking ship. I mean, that's. Right. I mean, come on. Yeah. That movie, like, set box office records. He, I don't yeah, think it I, because, I don't think they're. Maybe Avatar has only been the only one that's ever um, exceeded. Yeah. Titanic. So here's the best story in the world, and it's dumbed down into just, you know, romantic couple on a sinking ship. Mm-hmm. I mean, that sounds like the worst movie. That it kind of gives it. just it sounds a, like a chick flick sort of, yeah, like, you know, right. production of some right. romance novel. So, you know, again, someone didn't give thought <laughs> to that. Yeah. You know, that segue, what tells, what is this story really about? Was mm-hmm. it really just a boat that was sinking? Yeah. You right. know? So you want to always segue people from your title into kind of a prologue. And what is it this my company about? You, so we're going to start by saying, what do you need if or, you're going to tell a story? why? Why do you even need a story? Even better yet. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why? Why do you need a story? Some people might think, I don't, I don't need a story. Number one, it creates a sense of connection. Yeah. Without a story, there just isn't a sense of connection. I mean, you think about like and I was talking about this before and I've um, like researching this and sort of like this whole in ancient times. I mean, this is what we did. We connected with stories. I mean, we want as human nature, psychologically, we just want connection. We gathered around a campfire. Exactly. Or, you know, we went to the, you know, the Greeks went to their auditorium. I mean, they watched plays. I mean, this is, they wanted theater, the amphitheater. They wanted a production. They wanted a story. They wanted to connect more with sup with what they were watching, what they were experiencing. Um, so I think it's important to think about, you know, consumers as humans and we've come from stories. We've come from stories. We're wired that way yeah. until, you know, the age of all this <clears throat> gibberish that we've got. It, and it's still happening. We're still telling stories, you know, whether it's Absolutely. on the internet, but it's that rooted sense of belonging as a group, mm-hmm. belonging to a tribe. And everybody through branding is trying to find an affiliation. What tribe, what group, where do I belong? Yeah. And, and the story helps enrich that and says, yes, you belong to our group. You are like-minded. Come join our tribe. You know, I belong to a group called Les Mills where they, where they teach uh, fitness programs. And they even call uh, their members, their instructors, the tribe. There's 100,000 yeah. of us. And they, they tell us the story. And they're based in New Zealand. And they, a lot of the stuff they wear, tribal tattoos even. I mean, it's that literal. Yeah, right. And so there's a sense that you belong to the tribe. So yeah. there's that deep sense of connection that a story brings. Mm-hmm. It also transcends your products and services, which are always going to change yes. over time. They always evolve. And having a story, an overarching story, allows you then to serve different things yeah. that keep the story the same. Yeah, because you're connecting now with an emotion and a feeling versus connecting with a product yes. and service. And we're going to be talking about that. There's an example we came across this week where people tell the story of being there for fishermen, mm-hmm. being fishermen themselves, yeah. and then creating things for fishermen and how it's deeply rooted in their culture and in their DNA. Yeah. And by reaching out, they were able to create certain kinds of products. And now if the specific product changes out, it goes from fishing boots to raincoats, I'm not holding you to that. I know that you just love us as a group. You love fishermen and you're going to do right by us. Right. 
Um, so those are some of the things we're going to look at on the other side of the break. So making that connection is why you need a story and creating something, a story that transcends your products and services and gives you cover. Yeah, so speaking of connections, you can connect with us on Twitter and Facebook, Instagram, and go to our website, tuxtonbranding.com. And we'll see you after the break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Your brand is your story. And getting your story straight is the most critical and challenging component of your brand identity. That's where we come in. We're Tungsten, and we're naturally wired for brilliance. We'll help create, clarify, and communicate your brand message in ways that will make you shine. Whether you're a startup, entrepreneur, consultant, or an established business, we'll use our tools and talents to build and brighten your company identity. Why struggle with domain searches, trademark issues, and endless brainstorming when the Tungsten team can create a clear and compelling brand name that strengthens your image? Having named over 250 regional, national, and international companies, products, and services, Tungsten has a trusted track record for successful brand creation and implementation. Our proven process will focus your brand and put you center stage. Visit us at tungstenbranding.com for your free quote. That's tungstenbranding.com. Are you a business leader or executive that wants to achieve more? Not just in it for profit, but to do work you find meaningful that adds more value to more people in more ways. Listen for the Business Elevation Show with host Chris Cooper. You'll hear from successful achievers from around the world with the passion and experience to offer invaluable guidance. The Business Elevation Show can be heard live on Fridays at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time, usually 4 p.m. U.K., on the Voice America Business Channel. Be more. Achieve more. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Brilliant Branding. To reach our show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to info at tungstenbranding.com. Now, back to this week's program. You know, we should come up with lyrics for that. We should. We'll have our own song. You know, light up your brand with tungsten. I think we need a... Tungsten trio is what we should form. Yes. Everybody needs a side hustle. I think you already talked about this. Yes, we could do Christmas parties, the tungsten trio. Yes, yes, Let's not get ahead of ourselves. All right, welcome back to Brilliant Branding, Back on Point. Yes. Um, and we're talking about your brand as a story. So I'm going to tell you a little story. Please do. So, I'm ready. I'm getting my campfire get, oh, ready. This. Little kindlings there. Yes, exactly. I have my coffee. Um, so ready. we're ready for a story. So um, I've had the benefit of working with the founder of Pods, Portable On Demand Storage, and helping him create that brand. Um, and that's probably my biggest known claim to fame. Um, and he came back to me with another idea, and he said, I want to open an express tunnel car wash, and I think it would be another great business to get into. Uh, it's really the way people are going. It gets you in and out fast, and it does you know, whiz-bang stuff. There's lasers. There's all kinds of stuff. But I need you, like you did with Pods, to come up with a brand. Yeah. And this is what we do. We, we come up with multiple names and we present them and we have a rationale right i think this is why it'd be good right and just to interrupt i don't want i want you to tell the story but i'm that makes me think of i remember uh the first discussion that you and i had about this you came to me and you were like well you know there isn't much further you can go in terms of technology of car washes. This is going to be a good car wash. And, you know, a lot of, there's going to be a lot of good car washes. So really 
you know, why are people going to go to this car wash? You can't, so you're really saying you can't differentiate based on technology. You can't say this right. one will At clean your point, car yeah. six times better yeah. than the next car wash. Exactly. So I remember you said specifically at that point, you know, we have to create a good story and an experience because in order to differentiate this car wash out of the other car washes that might do just as good a job, you know, people want to come for an experience for a brand. So, That's going to be the differentiator. Yeah, so absolutely. Um, the owner uh, said, the founder of this um, that I worked with said, um, okay, c- create another one and just make it as good as, as pods. Well, I thought, wow, you know, that was a, yeah, that was a hole in one. Uh, this will be easy. <laughs> easy. So I said, well, how many names would you like to see? And he said, well, how many names did it take last time? And I said, well, one. <laughs> right. He says, well, well, bring me one. No pressure. No pressure. No pressure whatsoever. And there was all kinds of them out there. There's a Mr. Car Wash and there's some that. So you could do the typical thing. But suds. That's suds. But again, we're, I'm thinking I need something richer that yeah. you can build something on. So we did one of the hardest things to do was to create a brand based on wordplay. Mm-hmm. And those are tough ones because, you know, they're, they're just rare. Lightning in a bottle. So um, we developed the brand and it is called Mount Washmore. And the tagline is... It's a total rush. So the whole idea was to create an experience. Now, this is where we get into it. So that's the title of the book, you know, Mount Washmore. We created a logo that had the presidents on it. But this is where we bring a two-dimensional brand, a name and a tagline. And it's got you curious, Washmore. (laughs) How do we bring that to life? Right. Well, as we began to work on brand implementation, how do we take the idea and now make it? We said, what if instead of wearing T-shirts, they wore park uniforms? Yeah, they're park rangers. And they're not employees. They're park rangers. Mm -hmm. And they wear park hats. It went down to even the um, landscaping, which in Florida is located in Pinellas Park. We didn't do the palm trees and everything. We brought kind of -of out-of-state stuff, like birch tree kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And rocks and pine. Evergreen. Evergreen. Yeah. So that when you drive in, the the experience shifts. You are at a national park. You're and a national we park. got yes. national park signage. Sign. Yes, routed wood routed signs. Exactly. Welcome when, to Mount Washmore National. It looks national. exactly like a um, national park sign. It looks like, I mean, you are pretty sure that Smokey the Bear is just going to jump on you yeah. as soon as you, you yeah. go in there. And what we wanted to also like create is that idea of taking a road trip, you know, getting the family in the station wagon. Classic Americana. Americana, excuse me. And, you know, here, instead of going to a national um, car park, you're going to go to a national car wash. A car wash. Exactly. And that's going to be your park. That's going to be your vacation. Now, listen to how that expands. So now on wordplay, you know, we'll say on our social media posts, you know, um, come on out, get the presidential treatment. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to treat you, you know, in a way that you're not treating anywhere else. All in our employee mm-hmm. uh, handbook, you greet everyone with sir or ma'am. You're very professional. Mm-hmm. And we use all kinds of hashtags like rock on, <clears throat> Mount Washmore. <laughs> Um, Friends don't let friends drive Drive dirty. dirty. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden it goes from just a chore Mm -hmm. into something that's fun. You know, Um, one of the ideas we were playing with is introducing Soapy the Bear at some point. Right. And yeah, all the car wash packages. I mean, we have the The Lincoln, Lincoln, the the Jefferson, Jefferson and the Washington and the Washington. And we also we named, you know. Um, the foam freedom freedom foam. foam and what colors is freedom foam red white and blue red white and blue i and mean when they blend yeah. they become purple yes can't we all just get along liz yes exactly <laughs> we're here to make the car driving experience better and i think that's yeah. something we can all agree on is a cleaner car exactly we can all agree on a clean cars so absolutely on the expressway to cleaner living it's a destination we created a destinational feel and we finally got our highest compliment where someone said it's not quite on this level but i almost feel like i went into a disney type of environment yes and that's that was almost a little bit of the goal you actually you yes. and um the other Owners. Uh, owners went to Disney World. And we just looked at kind of what are the elements? What are the touch points? Yeah. So even the garbage cans have the wooden yeah. strapping around them that look like they belong in a park. Yeah, absolutely. So that's an example of really taking this idea of Mount Washmore 
And we've had clients on the other end that we feel like we've loaded their lips. We gave them a great brand. Um, we created one that was called Circle Dog, and it was Customer Relationship Management, CRM. And the idea of loyalty, mm-hmm. and Circle Dog would run circles around the competition. It would be super loyal. It would obey your commands. So we were creating all kinds of language and lexicon, and we gave this little baby up for adoption. We gave it over to its new owner, and it was just flat in the sense that all those little touch points we just described with Mount Washmore, they just didn't follow through. The logo just became a, a bunch of dots. There yeah. was no dog. And that thing, <clears throat> that thing begged a dog. Yeah. You know, right. begged. Hey, begged. There we go. You like that? Yeah. Just a minute. A minute right I know. now. I'm in the zone. Exactly. Okay. So, Playing on words. So there's Circle Dog. There is something. And so we don't raise your children as, yeah. as brand parents here. Mm-hmm. You know, as, you know, creating it and setting up the brand rails Mm -hmm. and setting the outline of your book. It's your book to write. Yes. You fill it with content. I cannot write your book. I cannot write your story, but I can give you the outline from what I understand. And the jacket. And the the jacket. jacket. Mm -hmm. But it's your actions. It's what you say. It's how you build it. And I think the brands that do best are ones that run with it and enjoy it. Absolutely. You know, when we worked with Pods... One of the drivers came up with Podzilla. <laughs> right. The truck was so freaking big and so badass. Yeah. That he said, this is like Podzilla. <laughs> and was that a name I would have come up with? To say, naturally, you should call the next thing the Podzilla? No. Yeah, no. But when they organically take pl- place, that's mm-hmm. the best form of branding. Right. You know, Remax, from what I understand, somebody went rogue and put a balloon up with Remax on it. And from my understanding, that that, they, that was not well received. <laughs> it was like wow. they, they went rogue. But this is somebody that's embracing the brand. Yeah. And they put it up there. Right. And then after so many people notice, they're like, uh, maybe you uh, should do that again. Right. And now it's kind of the icon of the brand. Yeah. You know, so, so just blowing it up. And I think that's important, too. And that's why we create genuine, true-to-you stories. Because you can't run with a story that you don't feel like is you right yeah and you can't if you can't connect to your own story then you can't you know tell it well that goes back to the client we talked about one of the previous episodes where they said just bring it bring your most creative idea and we said what about Mm -hmm. quench satisfying the need for leads Mm -hmm. and these guys were kind of quiet going we're not quite that outgoing you know (laughs) maybe not quite so much quench right you know exclamation points you know purple and orange (laughs) yes you know yeah rounded type fonts Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so part of the reason that you want to do this um is when you create a story you engage and further the conversation you take people from hello that's the name that's the introduction to tell me more Mm mm-hmm you know, and how many times have you seen either, again, a movie trailer, if it's true to the movie, or a book title, and you go, boy, that, I've got to see that movie, mm-hmm. or I want to know more about it. So when you have a story, you allow people to say, tell me more, what is that about? We had a client, OneRivet.com, the number one, Rivet.com. We're having a conversation with him this afternoon, and already mm-hmm. he said, we get more discussion around people saying, OneRivet, what is that about? Right. Who named you? And it's about being that central fastener that says, we're going to come in, we're going to find what makes you tick, and we're going to be that point, uh, that touch point, and around the work that we do for you, yeah. we're going to enable you to do more and more things. We're going to piece it together. You know, your stuff is spread all over, your papers are everywhere, your ideas are flying everywhere. We're going to come in and make it cohesive. We're going to get that thing under control, and we're going to put a rivet in it. And it's going to it's gonna have staying power. Yeah. It's not going to blow away in the wind. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, it can be a, a kind of a short story or, or it can be a novel. So it's. And it's, they're coming back for more. They're coming back for more. They want to yeah. <clears throat> build on their story. Mm-hmm. So here's an example of somebody that came to us. And another reason why do you need a story? To make your brand memorable. Yes. So we had a, a, a client that came to us and she had. A completely forgettable brand name, so forgettable that you I don't, don't remember. You don't remember it. It was, yeah. But it was like Medical uh, Alert Technology Systems Incorporated, and I'm like, "What is the essence of your brand?" She says, "This is pretty heavy duty stuff. If the reimbursement changes for your medical equipment, you might not know for six months that the government changed something, the insurance company changed the regulation, and now all the billing that you've done." 
I mean, tons of billing. It's not reimbursable because you didn't comply. Right. A rule changed. And that means all these people that are in the medical equipment had to know every law, every rule, every change. Well, she had an IT platform that was checking all these changes on a daily basis. And if you subscribed to what she had, she could send you an alert. So we thought, how can we make a story out of this? And one of the richest places to mine when you think of creating a brand story are metaphors. So what is a metaphor for warning you of an impending danger? And we thought of a canary in the mine. Back in the day, if the air was bad in the mine, it could kill you. They would put canaries in there. Mm-hmm. And canaries did not do well in bad air. No. Now, the bad part of this is canary did not do so well. Yeah. <laughs> Good part <laughs> is humans stayed alive. <laughs> yes. I actually yeah. read later on they also used turkey buzzards. No but way. But I think turkey buzzards would not have been a good brand name for her. Mm, yeah. Not so much. Not so much so, the buzzards. Not so much the buzzards. Yeah. So she stayed with Canary, and the brand name became Canary Insights. Mm-hmm. Yes. And if you go to canaryinsights.com, you'll see the beautiful job. She did her own the website. Incredible. Incredible. Absolutely So that was perfect. just a consult. Mm-hmm. She got the vision. She realized, I said, here's how you can tell the story now. When you go to these dry medical conventions, wear a yellow outfit. Right. Just bright yellow. Yeah. Own it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And then your business cards can be yellow, and you can talk about warning people of kind of impending danger. Mm-hmm. So there's an example of really being memorable through your story. Yeah. So imagine going to a convention, there's 60 cards, and they all say medical technology, Metatronics, blah, 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 blah. And then, bam, here's this gal in bright yellow yes. with canary insights. Yeah. You know, I would have me um, saying, you know, yeah. what's up? I think I would remember that. Yeah. You know? I would say the bird is the word. <laughs> I would I would agree. That's I'd what, go with that, too. After that convention, I would say that. What's the word, bird? What's the word? The so word again, is the bird. The word is bird. So you have fun. <laughs> you start having fun with it. Yeah. So that touches on the point of once you've created this story, what is yet another advantage of why do you need it? It expands your brand lexicon. Yes. And we've seen certain branding companies, which will remain unnamed, because that's the kind of people we are. Right. Absolutely. Okay? We're, not we're, throwing, not, we're not dissing Nope. We don't peers. throw anybody under the bus. No shade is being thrown right yes. now. But sometimes the goal is creativity for creativity's sake. Yeah. Being trendy. Trendy. You know, let's do a weird misspell. But if you create a name that accomplishes the goal of getting attention... You have done the thing we talked about. We, I want to see that movie. That trailer looks great. Or that that sounds like an interesting book based on what I've seen. If you open it up and it's blank, you've lost them. Mm-hmm. So if you call this thing, um, you know, the purple rhino, and someone goes, wow, purple rhino, what's that all about? Mm-hmm. And your answer is, pretty clever, huh? We we got your attention. Yeah, we, we got, got you. you. <laughs> yeah. And then it's just that really weird, awkward silence, like right, right. now. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, purple Are you rhino. charging? Yeah. So yeah, purple rhino. <laughs> Our cards are purple too. <laughs> so you, t- you just know what? We're all about purple here. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so my wife's favorite color is purple, purple, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, my favorite animal is a is rhino. A rhino right? So we were like, oh, well, obviously. So we went on this safari 10 years ago. <laughs> it was probably one of our best trips. And your customers just like, they're just like, get me out of here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It doesn't advance <clears throat> the conversation. It doesn't bring them inside your story or your book. So you want to do something. We named a company that does political consulting in Washington, D.C., mm-hmm. our capital, the capital of our very country. And we named them Vantage, like having an advantage, Knight. Yeah. And the Knight being the chess piece. Yeah, and I was having an advantage point of being able to see. And the vantage point of clarity of perspective. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Vantage Knight also sounds like two kind of cool surnames. Oh, exactly. Well, I work for Vantage Knight. Yes. Right? But here's the language they inherited with that. And we put this in our brand rationals. With Vantage Knight, you can say things like make the right move. You know, we could talk about strategy, chess-like strategy. We could talk about don't be a pawn. Mm-hmm. You could talk about um, putting people into a checkmate. Um, so that it opens up this whole lexicon of chess, smart thinking, 
uh, making the right moves, and that then builds a platform. We're going to talk about platforms on the other side of the, of the commercial break. But meanwhile... On our social media platforms. Ah, I love these segues. <laughs> I know. I'm segueing up the wazoo today. So, yeah, follow us. Uh, like us on Facebook. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. And check out our website, tungstenbranding.com. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Your brand is your story. And getting your story straight is the most critical and challenging component of your brand identity. That's where we come in. We're Tungsten, and we're naturally wired for brilliance. We'll help create, clarify, and communicate your brand message in ways that will make you shine. Whether you're a startup, entrepreneur, consultant, or an established business, we'll use our tools and talents to build and brighten your company identity. Why struggle with domain searches, trademark issues, and endless brainstorming when the Tungsten team can create a clear and compelling brand name that strengthens your image? Having named over 250 regional, national, and international companies, products, and services, Tungsten has a trusted track record for successful brand creation and implementation. Our proven process will focus your brand and put you center stage. Visit us at tungstenbranding.com for your free quote. That's tungstenbranding.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. are listening to Brilliant Branding. To reach our show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to info at tungstenbranding.com. Now, back to this week's program. All right, we're back, we're back, we're back. Hello. I know, unfortunately, we put you through commercials because I know you're probably going, darn it, this is so compelling. Absolutely. I just want to get to it. Yes. But you're back. You're safe. You probably had a chance to go to the restroom. You've gotten your popcorn refilled, and we're ready to rock your world. <laughs> All right. So we're talking about your brand as a story. And one of our sponsors just happens to have a brand that we created that is imbued with story-ness. I will, yeah. New word. Story-ness. Yeah, story-ness. We'll just trademark that. Yes, good. Okay, and so we want to give a shout out to Jeff at Triple Twenty. He does improvements in your sales process. So if you're working with a sales team and you want to get people on target and you want to get them focused, you go to him. He's at Triple Twenty. How did we come up with Triple Twenty? Again, one of the things you look for when you create a brand with a story is metaphors or are metaphors. Yeah. Um, Amazon is a metaphor. You know when. You know, versus books, a million, Mm -hmm. one million books. And you know how relevant books are now, you know, dead trees on a shelf. You know, Amazon created metaphor, this abundant, diverse, flowing thing that, you know, you could tell the story of everything that they do in e-commerce could be contained easily in the concept of a flowing source of everythingness. Mm -hmm. So Amazon. So we were looking for Jeff. And Jeff's a great guy. You should just call him, even if you don't need him. Hey, Jeff. Yeah, absolutely. I, just, I heard you're just a super, super person. <laughs> he is. He really is. So he was fun to work with. And we said, Jeff, what is it that you really do? He goes, you know, I really bring focus and attention to the sales process, but I try to go above and beyond what other companies do to help really affect the bottom line. So, and where does this genius come from, Liz? I don't know. We just pull it out of the ethos. Yes. 
But it <clears> occurred <throat> to me that we tend to just throw darts yeah. at a dartboard, hoping to score something. And in the best case scenario, you hit a bullseye. It's random, but you hit one. And the bullseye right in the middle for those dart throwers um, and occasional drinkers, <laughs> um, you hit a bullseye, you get 50 points. But unbeknownst to most people, there is a higher score mm-hmm. than hitting dead center. And that is when you strategically look off to the side, there's a ring where you score 20. Yeah. But if you score within the triangle yeah. of the 20s, there is a triangle where you get a triple 20. If you, yeah, if you throw all three of your darts in that, you get you get, triple 20. You hit it, and it's three times 20. You get 60 points with mm-hmm. a dart mm-hmm. versus 50 points. Yeah. But what story does that open up? It opens the story about how do I look at things unconventionally? How do I shift my focus from what everybody else is doing, which is throwing blindly at the center of the board trying to hit, to say how can I with with intentionality and with practice and with focus throw over to an area that people aren't looking at, and when I hit that, I will score even more than what other people perceive as the highest points possible. Mm -hmm. Now, we talked about lexicon. What can he say and subtly weave into his copy mm-hmm. that we're on point mm-hmm. that um that you know you could use the word dart you could use the word throw you could use the word score mm-hmm. all the things that fit very well with sales Absolutely. so if you want to score more sales <clears throat> yeah. you know target if, if you want to target your you know your demo yeah um if you want to you know rack up the uh, the, the points if you want to win the game if you want to score above average results then turn to triple 20. So there is the opportunity to create a story. So do give him a ring, uh, Jeff at triple20.com and hit his contact. If you say uh, you've talked to the Tungsten people, he'll give you a 20 minute free yeah. consult. And also we did his website as well. And so if you look at his website, you go to his website, um, there's a streaming video of somebody of dark, hitting the triple 20. The triple 20. So the story now is you know continued throughout his visuals. Now, just feel the difference between, hi, this is Jeff with triple 20. Mm-hmm. You know, we're on target and we're here to help you score more sales versus we're with sales empowerment associates. Yeah. You know, these generic, dry, uninspired. That's the one where the book is, it's like a reference librarian book, you know. Yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> right. The, the history of government throughout the years, you know. <laughs> yeah. You're just like. Chapter one of 7,000. <laughs> so this is the kind that you go, this sounds like what I need. It's leveraged. I'm going to, it almost infers a tripling effect. Mm-hmm. You know, who doesn't want to have right. that? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you don't say it outright, it, it yeah, infers it. Yeah. It's a tripling. So in the world of synchronicitous events, I was talking to a, a mentor of mine, Gary Heisey, who has worked as the director of business development here in our community for a number of years, recently retired. And I have lunch with him from time to time, and he has great wisdom from having dealt with thousands of business people. And I was telling we'll him- We need to have him on the show. We will have him on the mm-hmm. show. We'll make a Absolutely. point of it. So uh, he is the oracle of, <laughs> of wisdom. So I told him we're doing this week's show on Brand Story. He says, funny enough, he was on a walk, and I believe it was down in Charleston, down in your neck of the woods there, <laughs> yeah. Coco. Oh, yeah. And he looks down, and he sees this tag on the ground, and he picks up the tag, and it was- to a piece of clothing item that had fallen off, a very thick piece of folded cardboard material, which is usually associated with a high-end piece of something you wear. I think the price was still on it, like $89. Mm-hmm. And it was, I believe, how does it, it pronounce? Grudens? Yeah. It's or Grundens. A, Grundens. Yeah, it's Swedish. It's Swedish, and my Swedish is a little weak. <laughs> and I said, well, what is it about this that you notice? He says, well, go ahead and flip it open. So I flipped open the little piece, and sure enough, it said, our brand, our story. Mm-hmm. So here is a high-end provider who has been around, I believe, 100 years, and they survived that 100 years. That means they went through a depression. Yep. And they went through all kinds of things, and they're still relevant. And here was their story. So here in a couple of paragraphs is an example of that story. And it was titled, The Passion for Fishing. Our story started at the beginning of the 20th century, rooted and grounded. Mm -hmm. You know, a sense of belonging. When Carl Grundin. I I was thinking maybe it's Grudin. 
<laughs> yes, I think that's how an American would say it. Grin would just butcher it. The son of a fisherman grew tired of the unforgiving weather on the west coast of Sweden, so he recognized a need. It's something that he felt passionate about, and that's a big key in this. Mm-hmm. That story needs to be filled with conviction and passion Absolutely, yes. to make it authentic. Mm-hmm. So here's someone to developing a product out of need. He decided to make something for people who were also passionate for fishing and started manufacturing water-repellent garments to withstand the forces of nature, keeping all men and women warm, dry, and safe when doing what they love. Now listen to that. That's imbued with wonderful things. Don't you love the words warm, dry, safe? Yes. You don't hear about, you know, how many kind of polymers are, that go into the plastic of the boots or, you know, mm-hmm. how many mils thick the raincoat is. Mm-hmm. So it's about benefits and not features. That's the story. Today it goes on to say we carry on the tradition of developing products you can trust. Yeah. We talk about pivot point. Yeah. What is the thing around which your goods and products revolve? Well, they have inadvertently given away their pivot point. And it's developing products you can trust. Mm-hmm. It's their heartfelt. They go on to finish by saying, we help fishermen, both professional and recreational, face any condition on waters across the globe. So there is a beautiful example of a brand rooted grounded and based in a story. Yeah. So that gives you a sense of, if I was a fisherman, I would look at that and go, that sounds like I belong again to my tribe. That sounds like my group. That sounds like I need to sit at that fireplace. Mm -hmm. And I want to hear that story. About fishing, not about boots. Yes. And on their site, they had something that just said, we are fishing. Yes, exactly. So they're owning not the product, but the category. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. And it goes on to say on here, fishing feeds us. So it's just transcendent. They had a wonderful video. Was that on their site? Oh my gosh, yeah. And I I don't know if it was an ad or just their own video, but essentially it was just beautifully done uh, video of many people telling their own stories or their own passion for fishing while, you know, there's imagery of them fishing. Um, There was the spray of the ocean. Yeah, the spray of the ocean. I mean, the, the... camera angles were incredible and um, following these fishermen and their boats and um, you know there was never a point where they were showing a product at all but it was just you know if you think back I mean all of these fishermen were wearing you know their products but it, it was a story of fishing and the passion for fishing and I think that that engages people in their brand and wants them and you want to buy the products because you love the brand you love the brand. You love and you and trust them. You want to be part of the story. Yes. You know, I want to be part of this story. Patagonia. Yeah. Yes. If you Ax, look yes. at these different ones, you say, man, I want to affiliate with that because that completes the sense of who I am. Yeah. And, you know, strong brands with strong stories help us because, you know, when, you know, what does every young person go through? They're trying to what? Find themselves. Right. Right. And a lot of times we look at initially for those definitions externally. Mm-hmm. And I think these brands are almost props to help us to say as mirrors. Right. Does that reflect who I am? And when you find that, it kind of helps you feel stronger. Right. I think I'm starting to find my vibe, my groove. Stella's finding her groove. Mm-hmm. So these people reflect my values. They give back to the community. They believe in what they do. They're, they're, they're not just people that manufacture it. They lived it and breathed it. Yeah. Oh, another good example would be Cliff Bars. Yes. On the back of Cliff Bars, every single one, there's the story of Cliff Bars. Oh, and how he made it in his kitchen. Exa- he made it. And I mean, he was an avid hiker and he realized, you know, there wasn't something easily that he could take along that would give him the um, energy that he needed to continue hiking. And I think maybe he did rock climbing, but it was essentially, he was an outdoors man and they, you know, I mean the cliff bars, I mean, those are, (laughs) those are synonymous with hiking. Yeah. Everyone knows them and they're, you know, they're filling and um, yeah. And if you look at these brands that are emerging, especially, especially with the upcoming millennial generation, one of the things that's driving the need for story more than anything else is the the desire for transparency and authenticity. Yeah, because it's so easy. You can just Google everything. Yes. I mean, I'll, I'll find out. I'll uncover your lies. I yes. Guess, yeah. Know? Don't lie to me. So don't tell me that, you know, 
don't do like market research and define the demo and go after them and just these cleverly. There was, a, I think it was a Pepsi commercial that just kind of backfired because <laughs> yeah, they kind yeah. of glommed on to the most recent movements yes. and acted like, oh, yeah, we've been here from the beginning and we get you. Yeah. And it just fell flat. Kylie was, Jenner, she's can do, you yes. know, she can, she can help uh, relieve all police brutality. All, yeah, we can, all these complex issues we're dealing with can just go away with a sip of a well, Pepsi. Yeah. And so when you're when they're not rooted and grounded um, by people that brought passion, authenticity and clarity yeah. to an area. And that's the brands you see really that are on fire right now. Yeah. Is it Tom's that's giving away a pair of shoes? Yeah, they're. Yeah, they do. They right? give, yeah. They give away a pair of shoes for every shoe. So, you, you know, buy. whether it's helping with water in Africa, whether it's giving away shoes, finding that connection. Yes. To the community. One of the things we're talking about, we talked about Mount Washmore was working with the local park services mm -hmm. and maybe having first responders and the owner there uh, was originally himself a first responder. So he lives and breathes it. He knows yeah. what it was like. Right, right. So as an official kind of pseudo park ranger, you're now going to help the community. You're going to give back. So this weekend we're doing a, a big fundraiser where we're giving back to the community. We just donated to the Red Cross, to the hurricane relief efforts. So it's not just saying, well, that's clever. You created something. You dressed them up as park rangers. We're also giving back to the community. Mm -hmm. So again and again, look at your story. Yeah. Do you have one? Number one, do you have a story? Right. Or are you the one that goes, it's a book and either it's a blank book or it's a product catalog. Right. Both of those, eh, epic fail. Yeah. Right? Yep. Second is, do you have a story? And is that story, like any well-written story, constructed in a way that begins, reaches a climax, and comes to a conclusion, what do I want you to do as someone who has read my story? I want you to belong with us. I want you to join us. I want you to participate. So right. do you have a story? Is the story a blank book? Or what else does it have in it? And so we're going to continue. We're going to talk next week, I think, more about this. There's This is so rich. And we're going to talk specifically about companies. How do you get your story straight? Maybe it's a broken play right now. So we have worked with companies to actually correct these things and to create the cohesiveness that's missing and help them make sense of their story. We hope today has been very helpful to you. Yeah. We'd love it if you share our broadcast with other people or maybe talk about it and share it with your office and get discussion going. Mm -hmm. And you can always contact us where, Liz? Um, info like a, info at tungstenbranding.com. And you can an join us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash tungstenbranding. We look forward to seeing you next week. Yep. For another episode of Brilliant, Brilliant Branding. Thank you for listening to Brilliant Branding. Please join host Phil Davis and co-host Liz Heemstra for another edition of the program next Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Until then, stay brilliant.